For the players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast is fueled by the Man Shake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Man Shake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation, six plus years in the games media combined. I'd thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please... Check out our socials because our times change all the time for the live show. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all of the links can be found in the description below. Yeah, it turns out our, our January was fucked, so we just kind of really moved it all around. But if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. You can, be, you can be in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you're on the podcast services, give us a five-star rating and a written review. Or if you are on the YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can. Patreon.com slash the pop culturist as well as our merchandise to popcorn.com slash shop we buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it how's things max yeah not too bad yeah yeah yeah. Got, got got all my work stuff sorted, my security Oh, checks, yeah, my security. updates, I guess. Yeah, so last week we just... Because uh, at the start of the show, we always bullshit about <clears> what happened <throat> in our week because, you know, Popsy, personality-based. Yeah, I presume you're here to hear from us. How's you, so how'd you, how'd you resolve your... So your on Monday, I got the paper... I finally got the paperwork for my security check. So uh, for, for those who don't know, Max works for a government building as a cleaner uh, and they didn't renew his uh, security clearance in time. <laughs> so it was a situation of I might not be able to work in a couple of days. Yeah, so that's all been taken care of on... Uh, hand, uh, we had a public holiday here in Australia on Tuesday for Australia Day. So nothing got done then. Wednesday morning, took all my stuff in, my passport, all the stuff. And they're like, yep, cool. We've got everything. No worries. No dramas. We'll get it all sorted. I'm like, oh, don't forget my card expires on Friday. He's like, yep, I'll get you an extension till mid-Feb. And then your police check will be done by then. Don't sw- don't sweat it. Come back in the next morning to a note. Max, we need more ID. I'm like, well, I don't have my wallet on me now. So I'm going to have to go home <laughs> after work and come back in. They needed, they needed like my Medicare card and a yeah, credit card. I'm like, yep, no worries. All right, cool. Did that. So we'll find out tonight when i go to work if the building lets me in <laughs> oh we'll see if the, we'll see if the extension has <laughs> taken form because if it doesn't max has got monday off <laughs> i liked it this is a really cool like little drum roll sort of like what can happen what will happen it's just been a night it's just been crazy i'm excited i'm excited to see where, where this ends up the next thing you just say like, Beep. no all right cool turn around come home yeah pretty much not too bad. Mm. What about you? How's your week been? Oh man, my week has been has been all right. So uh, we'll get into you know as we we're doing our fitnesses thingies, and we'll get into that in just a moment. Um, so I've been doing a bit of that this week. Uh, I have recently really, really engaged in some hardcore Resident Evil. Okay, cool. Hype somewhere. I thought you were on. No, Resident Evil hype. Something fierce. Yep. Something fierce. So. 
Uh, so we'll get into what we're playing in shortly. Be playing the shit out of some Resident Evil games. I also went in on the, on the Facebook Marketplace. Oh, wow. You found it on the Facebook Marketplace? I picked up the Resident Evil 2 board game. That's impressive that you found it on the Marketplace. So I found today. this plus the survival horror expansion, 80 bucks. That's uh, pretty good. That's fucking amazing. So I bought it because I was like, you, I, was paying, I just wanted to paint the minis. And then you mentioned that you are excited by the Resident Evil uh, 2 game. Because these guys are the it's guys that also Steam made, Forge. I'm pretty sure they also made the Dark Souls game. Yeah, and the Horizon one. Yep. So that I'm already excited for because in playing it would be cool. So I've painted a couple of Zambies. I painted uh, Leon and it looks mint. I'm actually really happy with my painting bills. My painting skills, sorry. I'm like, yeah. I think they're also making the upcoming Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah, and the, there's a Resi 3 one in the works as well. Uh, so I just want to paint Nemesis. Yeah. That's going to be dope. So I've been, I've been doing that. I've been really getting into, into the Resident Evil stuff. And I don't know. I think uh, it's, it's been awesome. Been absolutely loving that. Yeah, I've been loving That's that. Uh, before we get into the games we've been playing, we will we will jump into the, you know, the section. So for those that don't know, last year using the Manshake, you would have heard the stinger at the start of the show. I uh, lost 30 kilos in 2020. Uh, Max is kicking off his weight mm -hmm. loss journey this year. We're doing it together. How's it going this week? Uh, so I did my my usual weekend weight, my weekly weigh-in with my family on, on Tuesday, yep. and I had lost 4.8 kilos total since the start. Yeah. Uh, I weighed myself this morning and nothing i've been bad this week that's right i've had a rough week so kicking back into it strong today um so hopefully by tuesday i've lost a little bit so yeah. I'll, I'll, my numbers at least coming down that's right so well, you, i think i'm at six just over six kilos total lost in the three weeks and I was, that's three, fucking mad which i'm pretty happy with still so. that's amazing that's absolutely amazing no no so, no complaints there at all that's brilliant um yeah i myself i've made the big jump this week mm -hmm. i i've gone into the guy well not in, into an actual guy but into my brother-in-law's guy okay so uh I, after losing 30 kilos like i've sort of stayed at the same window of, mm -hmm. of weight for probably the better past the last month and a half two months yeah um and it's a situation of if i want to lose more and hit the goal that i want to i'm going to need to push mm -hmm. a bit harder so i've sort of i've made the decision that i will start uh going to the gym and start doing some more weightlifting stuff to help sort of keep that that move okay. going right it's good uh, gonna have to do it so uh yeah i went to, went to my brother-in-law's uh, earlier in the week and then literally just before i got here so the other day we did uh, uh, uh biceps and and shoulders and then today was shoulders and core and uh i'm enjoying it and it's a lot of fun mm. and it's hard but i'm i'm really digging it that's good because you you've gymmed in the past yeah. yes i've gymmed in the past yeah yeah so I haven't at all. So this is the first time I've done any sort of physical, like intentionally physical exercise aside from like my yoga and my walking and stuff. So um, on a good note though, it's it's already been effective. Like there was a weight, there's a, a literal weight that I can't, I couldn't seem to breach up until now. And then this week doing, just doing the gym and like it's not excluding today, just doing the one session got me over that line. Mm -hmm. And then I continued to lose for a couple more days because I think there's sort of that reverberation from yeah. it as my body's like trying to, what the fuck I did to it, which is amazing. So I'm going back in the right direction now, which is fantastic, um, which is absolutely brilliant. And uh, yeah, so if any, so the whole idea, if, if any of you 
want to join us on our weight loss journey and do it alongside us, support us, you can. There is a link in the description for the Man Shake because we both, Max and I, are fueled by the Man Shake. If you go down there, you click that link. You don't even have to buy anything. You can just click the link and have a look around and that just it helps us out, shows us our support. Uh, and right now, they have a new mango, mango flavor. It's in here. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. They sent me two bags earlier in the week, but I just haven't... It, because there was like express delivery that took a week and a half to get to me. Uh, so I'll be drinking this throughout the show because I haven't had my shake, my, my second shake today. Uh, but yeah, so it's only available online. So it's, it's only available over the summer season. So if you want to, uh, you know, have a nice, nice fruity drink and lose some weight, give it a bell. Easy done. Oh, but yeah, because what the reason, the big reason, <laughs> one other thing as well. So last night we went to <clears throat> some local independent wrestling. Yep. Oh, Raider Type R for the subscription for three months. Thank you very much, my friend. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, so we have, once again, we record this live on Twitch. Uh, so we went to the local wrestling. Yep. Um, it was yeah, GCW or Gold Class Wrestling or Geelong City Wrestling. I'm not sure. It's, it's one of the two. Um, it was not as shitty as I expected, yep. but there was still some good shit, at, shit to it. So the, they had a bunch of single matches, which were la a gold class. Thank you, Mule. Uh, gold class, which was great. And then they had uh, a Royal Rumble at the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a Rumble match is like 30 people and you get all thrown over the top row, which is about to happen in WWE as well. The problem is, because it's independent, I don't really know who any of these people are. It's these 30 random dudes. And all they, they either were like stickly thin or, you know, uh, uh, flabby. Mm -hmm. which is it's good like it showed a lot of covid bodies is what i'm saying which made me very positive that like i should be able to achieve my goal of taking a bump by the end of the year and like knowing that i'm like oh i i, I look fitter than some of these I, I look thinner than some of these people that's positive for me yeah right we'll go with that oh and of course oh and raider type R has gifted one sub to the puck thank you very much Way to type ah oh, double the love today. I much appreciated. But yeah, so that that kind of fills me with some some good happiness, knowing that I might be able to achieve my goal reasonably. When I look at all those dudes, like some guy was literally wrestling in tracksuit pants. I was like, all right, this is uh, I should be able to achieve this. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this mango a bell. Max, what have you been playing? Uh, so this week, I thanks to Turn Left Distribution, I got to play Atelier Riser Two. Uh, so after playing the first one over the last couple of weeks, I dove into number two hard. Uh, they've made some great improvements to uh, overall to the game. So this game is set three years after the uh, uh, the uh, the first title. So you a lot of the story beats are all you meeting everyone you met in the first game. So it's really it, I would strongly recommend playing the first one before playing the second one because it is kind of a direct sequel. Um, as the two suggest. Yeah, as the two suggest. I mean, you could probably piece together, like you do get a little bit of their backstory of what they did in the in the prior uh, in the prior title, in the lead up to to because you re meet everyone. So when you meet them for the first time, they've got the stereotypical question mark name, and then you have this. Oh, I know who you are. We did this together, and it kind of explains what you did together, and then you do the next. Okay, thing. so you are playing the same character. You are you playing play the, the exact first? same character. Yeah. Okay. You're just you're just have you have three years more experience now. And you've forgotten all your skills that you learned in the first game. Huh. <laughs> so they changed the way that, that that works. So you now have a skill tree. Mm -hmm. And by progressing story beats through the game, you unlock skill points. And then you use those skill points in the skill tree to unlock the the crafting recipes uh, that, that are the main thing in this game. Being an Atelier game, uh, you're an alchemist. So you learn all the recipes to craft all the items that you'll need to, to complete the game. 
man, that 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 crafting system in that game is so convoluted and confusing sometimes. Thankfully, there is an auto craft, and you're just like, I want this, and I want it in the highest possible quality, and it's like, okay, man, I'll do it. Sweet. But uh, like you know, for there's there's morphing of recipes, so you can create entirely new things from from a recipe if you just add one random item in one specific spot, mm. and then all these other things are it's crazy. But the the basic premise of this of this title is so the first one was I, I'm I'm a I'm a kid I live in this island town and I want to be I don't want to be stuck here I want to go out and adventure I want to see the world so you do that we can all relate you, to that. you get that start of the second game you've made it you're in the big city you're in the capital awesome and then uh, your fr- your friend from the previous game is like hey I fe-, he's now an archaeologist. Arche- archaeology student and he's like hey i found all these ruins around the uh around the capital and i think uh they have links to your alchemy how about we go check them out mm-hmm. and that's your new adventure you're going and checking out all these new ruins you're discovering their secrets you're piecing together all the puzzles of the of the mem- the, the uh, reminiscent memories in the locations really really cool really digging this game i'm about 30 hours in i've done four of the uh, four of the ruins now I've hit have hit kind of a brick wall at the moment. I can't seem to get past this boss. That's really it's really you know giving it to me. Uh, the combat systems changed a little bit, so they've they've changed the UI for the for the the battle scenes. So instead of having your your turn timer run down the left hand side of the screen uh, to sh- to show when enemies and when your turn's coming up, they've moved it into the the neater bottom right hand corner, and you you come to meet in the middle. So enemies are on one side of the bar. Your teammates are on the other. You can now chain skills together, which is really helpful. Uh, the The combat is still uh, very similar to the first one, where it's it's turn based, uh, but the everyone goes. So if you don't take your turn fast enough, everyone else doesn't stop to wait for you. So that's really good. It took me a while to work out that you need to uh, for your healing and usable items, you actually have to equip them to the character, and they get infinite uses. Took me a while to realize that because I crafted like a bunch of potions and then I couldn't use any of them. Like, why can't I use them? Turns out you need to equip them and then one per- one potion just has infinite uses. There's not there's not a So all these extra potions you made for no reason. There is a the, the caveat is if you have four potions equipped, you can use four potions at once. So if everyone needs ah. healing, you can go potion for you, potion for you, potion for you, potion for you. But if you only have one equipped, you can use it once per turn. Oof. Okay. So I now have a dedicated healer that's just got healing items. I've got a dedicated damage dealer that's just got like bombs and throwing knives and smart all the smart. other stuff. So the combat, the combat's really fun. I've been playing it. I've been playing the PS4 version uh, on PS5 with backwards compatibility. Uh, due to the nature of the release windows, uh, the PS5 version just wasn't ready yet. Yeah, so it actually wasn't available uh, yeah, wasn't at the a, time of, of Max's uh, review. Uh, so it is available now online as it has passed the release mm-hmm. date. But yeah, we were literally unable to access it. Yeah. So I have played a little bit of, of it on PS5 and it does pretty much eliminate those loading screens between the the open areas. Because the hurdle that you were having was you tried to bring your save across. Yeah, this, my save file does not come across. Ooh. So I had to start again from the start, which was kind of a bummer. So I'm going to continue playing it on the PS4 version. Yeah. Purely because I don't want to lose that 30 hours that I've already put yeah, into cool, it. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, and the only real, I played about four hours of it on the PlayStation 5 version. And the only real big improvement is that, you know, the colors are a little bit brighter. They pop a little bit more, but the main thing is the loading screens between the transitions of, of areas are just so much quicker. 
That's cool. That's cool. Um, so now I've not engaged in this game at all no, because no, this, this is definitely not a this couldn't be any more not a bet like it couldn't any not be a betson game. It is weeby as shit. Oh yeah. Like out of ten, how weebs is it? An eight or a Damn, nine. Yeah, it's pretty high in the weeds. You're you're kind of that stereotypical anime girl who's like over the top happy, and a mm. lot of the dialogue is just fluff. Okay, like okay. a lot, of, like a lot of the because apart from the main story, you you do the uh, I'm going to help the townsfolk out. They can put in requests like, hey, I, I need this crafted. It needs to be X quality. Blah blah blah. So you go and do those, and that's how you make your money throughout the mm. game. And that dialogue is just throwaway. There's, it's just random nonsense most of the time. And then you get your story beats that are good. Like they, they tell the story, they progress you further. They make sense. They're not overly, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're very, um, yeah, she, she, she's just over the top happy. It's like so over dramatized that it's bordering on cringe at some point. Mm. <laughs> See, I, I get that vibe with almost any sort of super yeah. Japanese yeah. uh, anime and or games. Like mm. th- th- those things are distinct turnoffs for me. Yeah. Apart from the style, but they're the key. If, if you wanted to explain why I'm not a big fan, like there tends to be oh, the yeah, reasons. Of course. Um, so to add to that though, because this is the same guys that made Fairy Tale. Yeah. Yes. Now you were pretty hot on Fairy Tale. Yes. Uh, so. Because we were both at the time, we were both baffled about the file size of Fairy Tale. How it was so tiny. In the same way, is is this in a similar space? Because w- one of the things that we concluded was that they've essentially reskinned Atelier for Fairy Tale. Have they done the same here? Yeah. Yeah. So on PS4, the download size was ten point six gig. Yeah. For PS5, it was thirteen. Yeah. So they're. They're they're definitely reusing their assets throughout the series. Yeah, well, not a bad like, thing. Like it could just be bad, well optimized it's, it's as well. A, it's not a bad thing. Like it works well. Uh, some of the gripes that I brought up about uh, Tilia One a couple of weeks ago was they give you a button to free jump in in the open world, mm-hmm. but they put invisible barriers on top of everything. A lot of those have been removed now. You can jump over stuff hey. that, that you could that you should be able to jump over. There are still blocked blocked walls for parts that of the of the map that haven't been rendered like if there's a short gap between this rock and this rock you can't you cannot jump to it because there's a clear path that you need to walk around mm. is Which it is, is the same idea of like the of, of using this very simple example of pokemon there's little ledges that you can jump down but you can't jump up yeah yeah pretty much um and because it's kind of like that that they're open areas as opposed to an open world so you'll have one big set area with multiple points that you can walk through and then it'll open up to a new big area. So that's where your load screen transitions are, transitioning mm-hmm. from point uh, from from point to point in the next areas. Uh, they've got a fast travel system, exactly the same as the first one. So once you've explored an area, you can open your map and go, I want to go to this specific point in this specific map. Cool. Uh, so your gameplay is very similar to that of the first one as well. You're separated into, uh, you're either get, gathering your components for crafting, you're progressing the story, or you're doing battling. Yeah. So it, it, if you were a fan of the first one, the improvements made to the second game will vastly increase your enjoyment of the second title. Uh, but it's it's very much the same game. If you didn't like the first one, I don't think you're going to like the second one. It, no. It's it's not it's not so drastic of a change in story that it might it might turn you back. It might win you back. But it's I'm definitely enjoying it. I had I've had lots of fun with it so far. I've enjoyed it more than what I enjoyed the first one. That's good. Uh, so I think the, the 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 improvements made were were really 
really well done and well implemented. I do like the change of uh, the the skill tree being a thing now, so you can s specifically pick and choose how you want to start your game. So in the in the first title, uh, all your recipes will learn how to books. Now it's uh, once you once you clear out the ruins, you will learn specific nodes will open up. But uh, as you as you progress down the skill tree, more nodes will open up and spread out. And you can kind of pick and choose where you're going to go. Eventually, you will need to get all of them because there's parts where it's like you need to craft this item to continue, but you haven't learned this skill over here yet. So you need to work your way back over there. And to get skill points is you just craft things, which you're constantly doing. Oh, that's handy. I was going to say, like, do you then have to grind? No, so there's no... So, so battling is only for XP and character growth. Uh, you're To get skill points, you just craft. That's mad. And to get money in this game, you have to craft. So... You're killing two birds with one stone. That's so fucking just good. Crafting. I like that so much. You don't have to sit there and grind out the battles uh, if your characters are developed <sighs> are high enough level and developed enough. Because you can craft good weapons too. Because all your weapons are done by crafting. So you craft your weapons and then enchant them. And then you go out. So a lot of the time I've had very low level characters. But I've been able to beat everything because I've been crafting really well. Mm. But I'm now at the stage where I'm doing enough damage. But I'm essentially a glass cannon. I will die in one hit. And this boss is kind of taking advantage of that, so I look forward to finishing. I think I'm, I think I'm very close to the end. Damn. Well, big. But it's been, but it's been great fun. Ooh. I really enjoyed playing it. Fantastic. Big thank you to the team once again. The team at Turn Left Distribution for providing Max a review copy of Atelier Riser Two. If you have any questions about the review that Max didn't cover, or you want to let us know what you're thinking thinking of the game, let us know in the comments below. Uh, I myself this week I've not been playing anything for review. I've only been playing for funsies. <laughs> uh, I've been playing Resident Evil uh, Four. So I played a little bit of the back end last year, but I've picked it back up this week and I've put like fucking 15 hours in that prick this week. <laughs> um, see, there's a hurdle, Max, and this is this is going to be controversial, all right? Resident Evil 4 is regarded as the best Resident Evil of all time mm -hmm. by many. I don't quite see it. It's very, very good, but I don't see it. Because I think I think because I only came into this Resident Resident Evil uh, around like seven and like the remakes. seven and remakes right so to me Resident Evil Two is the best Resident Evil like remake is the best game mm. because I love it it's full of scares it's full of great like a backtracking movie everything about it is fantastic mm -hmm. we're here that it is very very good but. It, it is a little bit hint because this is just before they push into that more action based style and it controls like garbage it controls like shit <laughs> tank controls are bum and even just because even in Resident Evil 2 Remake they had tank controls but it was adapted tank controls so you could still kind of move it just slowed you down mm. which is good where here I just stopped my tracks and uh, yeah it's not very fun and the, the majority of the time it's an escort mission escort missions are asshole except apparently in this game it's it's allowed and it's, it's totally cool and no one poo it. No, give me any chance I get, I throw her in a dumpster and I fight everyone. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's horrible. <clears throat> the amount of time she just manages to pull aggro, I'm like, can you just fuck off? Saying that, though, it's really cool. I'm really enjoying Because, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> as I said uh, at the start of the show, like, with the Resident Evil board game, um, I have been on a complete Resident Evil hype this week. Uh, I After that showcase, is completely got me excited, and that's it's kind of what I've just been thinking about in terms of, of my game, gameplay stuff. Like, I, I think I tried to play Fuser for a little bit, and I kind of went, nah. Yeah. You shouldn't have to wait too long for it. Yeah, and thankfully, we're not wearing any wait until May, which is which is not too far, only a couple of months. Touch wood. Very, very... Touch wood. I mean, is this wood? I don't know. 
doesn't, doesn't uh, join the delay train. Yeah. Oh, please not. Please don't. Please don't. Um, but yeah, so it's, that I'm super stoked on. Really, really enjoying it. Uh, it's, it's been really good actually not playing anything that is uh, reviewy. Mm. Like really, I should be playing Hitman 3 to finish it more. Uh, we, I, we did I, just drop our first impressions last I, week. I but played, I should play I've, more. I've played more of Hitman 3. I'm now up to level 4. There's only 5. I think there's 6 levels yeah. total. So how have you found it like the other two additional levels that you've done? Number two is the the second level of Hitman has to be the highlight of my game so far. I don't know if it's going to change uh, with the ending, but uh, so the third level is I think you play um, uh, you, you you're trying to find undercover agents in a essentially an underground rave, mm-hmm. which was cool. Except I keep getting spotted by like rant because there's there's so many people everywhere because you know big underground rave. So you break in, and you you're trying to find undercover agents who are trying to hunt you down, and you've got to take them out first. So your your objective is you've killed zero of question mark operatives. I have no idea how many there are, <laughs> and I see you you spot them when you're close enough. He's, he's like, oh yeah, he's he's one. So I was walking past him and he's just, he's leaning over a railing. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll just walk past him and I'll just push him off. There's no one around me. Apparently there was someone around me. <laughs> like I looked for ages. I just pushed him and then they go, this, this, I just hear in the background, hey, this guy pushed him over the side. And then all of a sudden five dudes with guns are just on me. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm dead now. Because <laughs> you can't run in this game. Yeah. So I just got shot. Well, you can you can jog. You can't really sprint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like you can you can infiltrate and be the DJ. Mm. It's like I, I killed a few of them by spiking drinks on the bars and just sending them out. Gross. Uh, Viva Dill in the chat said uh, Dylan Blight from uh, another PlayStation podcast mm. here in Australia. Is there any, there's you know is it when I say when I say uh, we're, we're one of the top three PlayStation podcasts in made in Australia. He's the other one, and then there's another one. And that's it. And I know it's funny. I know I know all three of them. I don't know. I couldn't even tell who's actually number one, and nor do I really give a shit. But I just love the idea that like this, the top three. There's only three. We're one of them. It's good. Uh, they've he's added the uh, the over the shoulder shooting. This is in uh, yeah. Resident Evil was big when it came out, but since you've played the remakes before, it would be hard to like Resident Evil Four. I I did play Resident Evil Four on the PS2 back in the day. It's not on the shelf, but it's in the in the other room. So I remember it when I was younger. Yeah, but like I'm an, it's, it's I'm at that point where it's been so long. I don't remember anything that I'm playing right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I have 100% been spoiled by the changes in the remake. And like, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not like hating it. It's just like, oh, I wish I could just move slightly. <laughs> it's just a minor hurdle. And the aiming, I feel is a little like, because you're stuck in one spot, like strafe, strafe aiming seems to be uh, easier. Of but course. yeah, that's it. Overall, still really enjoying the game. Don't get me wrong. It's still fucking good. Still having a good time. But it's just, yeah, just a circumstance of this. You know, and then like dudes with chainsaws and stuff come at you. Uh, I'm the third best played pod in Australia, but the best in the Oceanias. <laughs> That's true. They are the number one patient podcast in the Oceanias. What is the Oceanias? We're not really sure. <laughs> but <laughs> it's 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 a it's a re see, see this is the best thing my favorite the, thing the Kiwis love them my favorite thing about statistics is I can alter it in any way I want and it can kind of almost be true. Like we are a set, like we can, I, for all I know, we are the number one position podcast made by two dudes in a back room. How do you know? How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh. Anyway, let's get into the section called Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Max, where are we going? Oh, let's kick some stuff off with just straight up. Also, this mango, it's like, it's supposed to be creamy mango and it's very, very creamy. I know it's 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 weird. I'm I'm don't think I'm entirely sold on it. Just just saying. <laughs> so let's kick things off with some supply shortages. So AMD is the company that produces the uh produces uh produces right. the chips for PS5. <laughs> oh wow, it has been a week apparently. So because of that, there's console stock shortages. These the stock shortages are expected to last until the at least the second half of this year. This is according to CEO Lisa Su, who spoke during the firm's most recent financial briefing. So basically, AMD saw a huge spike in demand for its products last year, driven by the pandemic and everyone being at home. So not yeah. only did the company introduce new chips designed for their PC users, it's also producing custom components for current-gen consoles, like the PS5. So, although AMD has reported record earnings, it's still having to deal with, quote, rolling shortages. However, Sue says that additional production will kick into gear around the second half of this year, which should help AMD meet the demand. And when that happens, we will hopefully start seeing more PlayStation 5 stock become available to retailers. This makes complete sense. Like, AMD, yeah, because... It's the whole, it's the pipeline thing, right? Yeah. So, like, in terms of AMD, yeah, the, the AMD chipsets, like, although there is a Zen tech, there is, is a Zen design in the PS5, it's different from the Ryzen, which is in the computers, but, like, they all have to come from the same pipeline, right? And it's one factory. Mm. So, if that factory is being bombarded by, like, everyone, it's a, it, it would be a circumstance of, as AMD, they would need to prioritize which chipsets gonna are gonna be the most beneficial for them to to produce, and I presume probably computer ones, probably the harder one, uh, probably the uh, the more beneficial for them to sort of start pumping out, followed by the console. Now yeah. it's gonna it's gonna take a while for uh, I'm even there. What 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 they say like mid year mid year. I'm gonna I'm, I'd push to like September. Yeah. I don't I don't see like the ease of no insane that like September like makes end. sense because if they kick things into gear mid year, we're not gonna see that ripple mm-hmm. down until yeah. September. But like I I'm pretty confident that you know the PS5 will be the 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 the, the struggle to get device of 2021 as well mm. for Christmas like. Easily, unless you're a robot, in yeah. which case you can get them really. Easy. Yeah, unless unless you're a bot, you can get like three of them, and then you can jack up the prices. Saying that though, uh, I was at Col- I was at the supermarket today, and you saw the- one on the shelf at Coles. No, uh, the <laughs> D- Doritos. Uh, they're doing a give. Uh, uh, you can win a PlayStation. I don't eat Doritos anymore, but I kind of contemplated it because I would just want to enter the competition. <laughs> like if I, the problem is I have to buy them, I have to eat them, and I'm, I'm not cool I mean, technically, you don't have to eat them; you just got to buy the product. That's true. Yeah, but I, I I have a I have a brain thing that I want to eat them. The reason I the reason I ha- the reason I don't buy them is because if I had them I'd eat them. It's a, it's a it's a hurdle, man. It's a brain thing. We also now have store deals, Ryan. The PlayStation Five finally has a deal section in its online store. Fuck yes! After two months of PlayStation Five availability and multiple sales, Sony has finally added a deal section to the PlayStation Store on the PS Five console. It's accessible via the navigation bar at the top once you've scrolled into the app. It look, minor couple things. I still I still can't turn the fucking console off properly because I guess I'm missing a portion of my brain. But yeah, this is amazing news. Like the only downside is you have to go to the store, go down and then press back, back up. up again. Yep. That is so weird. <laughs> Bad design. Bad design. 
bunk on the nose with the, with the paper towel. Uh, but yeah, no, this is amazing. One because one of my favorite things to do on the regular was like every Tuesday or even like on a Friday, mm. I'd be just like, oh, what, what's the what's the deals this week? I don't always buy anything, but it's always incentivizing me to go buy oh, yeah. something. So I'll open, I'll be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So the retro sales on now. Yeah, it's like under know. 30 bucks and like, yeah, retros and remasters mm-hmm. or whatever, which speaking of Resident Evil, the Resident Evil 2 remakes and they're the cheapest shit. Mm. Get it. Next up, we have some PlayStation Network news. So the man behind many of PlayStation Network's flagship services, including PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, and the PlayStation Store, will leave his current role at Sony Interactive Entertainment at the end of the current fiscal year, uh, John Cadera. So Cadera led the Sony Network Entertainment Group from 2013 and transformed it into one of the business's key pillars before it was eventually absorbed by Sony Interactive Entertainment as part of a restructuring restructuring initiative these days the playstation store is one of the firm's largest revenue drivers with playstation plus retaining record subscription numbers and having an enormous overall impact on the company's bottom line in early 2019 codera took the unprecedented decision to effectively demote himself from the ceo role allowing jim ryan to take over daily operations while he focused on the network segment codera's new role within sony corporation will see him act as executive vice president where he will continue to be involved with online services executive isn't executive vice president the same like role i think that, he ho- wants, that homer jokingly gave himself? i think he wants just the money but not as much of the work yeah he's like you guys can deal with everyone else let's just let me live in my little corner so, i just want to deal with my yeah. network stuff leave me alone yes yeah, so me talk to people so make me vice president no executive <laughs> vice president yeah that sounds fancy but yeah, it makes sense like the network is the it's so pivotal now and knowing how garbage it has been in the past just give him all the money I mean, to at least, fix it at least the PlayStation Network didn't go down over the launch of the PlayStation 5. That's true. Remember that year over Christmas when everyone got their PS4s and the, the Sony Network was down for like a week and a half? Remember that Remember that one year we didn't have it for two months? <laughs> Back in the old... Uh, that was a name for it. I don't know. I got a bunch of free games at the end of it, so it was pretty sweet. No. I, I never had PS Plus until they introduced that. You have to have PS Plus to play online games. Uh, That's when I'm like, oh, I guess I have to have PS Plus now. <laughs> I think it was 2010 or 2011. I always blank out in the year, but it was like it went where it got hacked, mm. and it, got, it was down for about two year, uh, about two months. I'm like, oh, this is dumb. I how, I what? I'm being so baffled because at that time I wasn't really into yeah. gaming on the level that I am now in terms of trying to know things. As I just demonstrate, that I don't fucking know anything. Can't remember what year it happened. Um, Ten years ago, right? Yeah, it's true. It was ten years ago, but yeah, I remember just being like, "Why can't I join? This is so dumb." Because I think I think I was either depending on when it, when this was, either I was playing DC Universe Online because I played that a lot on PS3. I was real bummed I couldn't play it, and I remember we couldn't play we couldn't play Call of Duty Multi mm-hmm. at the time. That was a bummer. But then I got Infamous and Dead Nation, so that was pretty sweet. And the PlayStation Plus games for February are the Control Ultimate Edition. You will get both the PS4 and the PS5 version. You'll get the PlayStation 4 version of Concrete Genie, and we will be getting Destruction All-Stars. Bang a month, man. So I think Remedy, after the whole shitstorm of their PR going, are you going to get the upgrade for free, but only if you've got this edition, but this edition's not on sale yet. They're just giving it away now. So please play that game. It is really, really good. Yeah, this is an absolute banger of a month like really in terms of like value for money without a doubt like destruction all stars is probably is the only one that's really a non it's an unknown uh, quantity. It, it's, it's unknown on, on like where it's in terms of its, of its value right so 
but it has the potential to do well and presumably because this game was looking to be 120 something bucks at launch so by, yeah. by removing that pr- that that price hurdle, this is going to, in the same way that Rocket League and Fall Guys, this is going to drop that barrier. Everyone will come in and they'll probably like it more because it was free. Well, the or other- they'll hate it more because it was free. Well, yeah. the other thing is they dropped a they dropped a set of play earlier this week on Destruction. Oh, of we the watched Stars. it like just before we came in. <laughs> yeah, we watched it right before the show because it's an exclusive. Hopefully, it's going to have really awesome dual sense support. I really look forward to seeing what yeah. they actually do with it. Knowing that it was designed specifically for the PS5, yeah, and then knowing that we've gotten we've got two ex, uh, two uh, PlayStation exclusives here with uh, obviously with Destruction All Stars and Concrete Genie. So Concrete Genie was made by Pixel Opus, came out the back end of 2019, I remember, and it's dope, man. Like it is really, really good. Um, it was one of those ones like when I finished, I was like, I, I can't really fault this. It was, it was, it was, it was magical. Mm. I, I really enjoyed all of it. So it's, it's a very simple premise. It's about this sort of dark, dreary town. And, and you know, you as this boy sort of like paint the walls and bring it back to life with cool art and stuff. And it is, like, for a first party game, it's indie as fuck, which is, the, it has that indie charm to it. Yeah. But, you know, with the, the sort of the, the coolness that knows you're playing a, a first party title. It's, yeah, it's a great pickup. And then obviously Control, uh, my second favorite game of uh, 2020, no, 2019. Because it was yeah, it Death, Stranding, Death Stranding, Death yeah. Stranding, and then Control, Probably and so being able to essentially get the 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 uh, ultimate edition here, I am like the one of the biggest hurdles the game had. It ran like poo on PS4, like, especially when you go in and out of menus. But we were playing it pre-release, and we didn't play it since. So for all I know, it could still, it could still be garbage. Uh, so that has me excited. Hopefully, it runs better, it plays better because like the the level of destruction in that game the level of like uh, particles and sort of the way mm. you pull shit would just rump and crumble off a wall I, I i want to see what this higher powered console can deliver with that and plus we get the dlc as well which i'm yet to play i wonder if my save is transferable because i've i've, I've platinumed the main game mm-hmm. and i'd like to go do the dlc and i was waiting for the ps5 version to do to do that dlc and now i don't have to buy it again which is don't actually buy it the first time i reviewed it but uh, thank you of reboot communication to that uh but yeah i was like well i enjoyed it i'll buy it again hopefully i don't have to play the whole thing again even if i did if i, if I had to would totally do it and yeah beautifully think, fucking weird i think i i will definitely be playing it in because when i played i played it on xbox yeah that's right you did and then i bought the dlc when here you go and you went i don't have it on yeah so I'm looking forward to it's run like garbage on Xbox. Yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> but yeah, no, bonkers good month, man. I it, and just like in the chat, Puck says I was thankful to get control and spot yeah. on. Like that's I I think you're right. There is a lot there is a lot of damage control, it feels like in this. Mm. Um what is interesting though, like with the lot remember there's all that rumor mills of like should PlayStation buy Remedy? Yeah. Like if they did, this would be like, you know, in theory, like if you're taking that rumor into account, it could almost be a whole first party month. Well, it's funny because Control also, uh, as of I think last week, is now on Games Pass. The Ultimate Edition on Games Pass? I don't know if it's the Ultimate Edition, but I know Control is on Games Pass. Yeah, okay, it would make sense though. If, if it's on Ultimate, if, if the Ultimate Edition is on Games Pass as well, cool. Oh, no, because I think the Ultimate Edition isn't the same hurdle. Because, you know, with what's what's the Xbox thing? Smart delivery. It may not have the same problem. Uh, It's 30K, 4K. So it's 30 30 frames, 4K ray tracing. Yeah. Or 60 at 140, uh, 1440. 60, 1440. So I'm playing that. Done. Yeah. Obviously. 
I've really I'll check out the thirty ray tracing, but it it'll be a rough. I, right, like, I think it'll be a rough thirty. It, I think it'll be a rough thirty, but like that game, the ray tracing should be exceptional because like everything was reflective bunch of cool little red lights and stuff everywhere i can only imagine it's going to look dope oh that may scene <laughs> oh that may oh for the may scene again yes uh yeah but you know i i i've recently have become a bit of a convert for for frames i i just never really gave it too much of a poo because i never played on pc so i was never really spoiled by frames i just you know i was used to 30 being my standard and a couple of games was like 60. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fine. But then I went and played, I think, Last of Us uh, a couple of years ago. And at 60, I was like, oh, this is so much better. And then now I'm seeing, now I'm like performance mode every goddamn time. Because we're at, I feel we're at a point where using Spider-Man as an example, they're able to deliver almost vi- visually the same level of fidelity with a better frame rate. I'm like, yeah. well, then I'm fucking picking the frame rate. So that has me incredibly excited. Play the poo out of that. One thing that has me excited, but who effing knows when it's happening, if we're just learning this information, uh, EA has made a new Studio Max for Skate. So Skate, the, the, the next upcoming Skate game was uh, confirmed during an EA digital event last year sometime. Early, it says last summer, last. but I'm pretty sure you ripped I this th- from somewhere. I think it was early last year. Yeah, early last year somewhere. It is so far away from release that the publisher has only just announced that it's putting together an entirely new studio to make it. The Vancouver-based Full Circle will lead development on the title, joined by Darren Chung, Cuz Parry, and Daniel McClough. McCulloch, okay, whatever. Creative pair Chung and Parry are said to be stoked about working, and that's using skate language, love it, <laughs> about working on the IP once again before cracking a joke based on the studio's name. Quote, some would say things have come full circle. Lame. End quote. The team now turns its attention to staffing up and hiring positions that include artists, designers, and engineers, with more to be made available throughout the year. The aforementioned, um, that guy, McClough, said, quote, We're all about having fun and making great games that people want to play with their friends. And we're looking for for more developers to help us build compelling worlds for players to explore. End quote. Good games are coming out for ages. Why the fuck did they announce it? Because the internet wanted it, and apparently the internet holds so much power these days. This is so dumb. Don't announce it. Like, I gra- I'm, I'm guaranteed. This is the same hurdle that Bethesda had, right? They're like, fuck. All right, Sky- uh, Elder Scrolls Five is coming. Fuck off. Or six or whatever. But now, they're going to be asked about it every single meeting, every single opportunity they can. And now EA is in the same. They're probably like, when's Skate happening? Like, oh, we just built a studio. Fuck off. You know, like, (laughs) this is so far away. This is 2023 at the absolute best. And, like, the the hurt, the hurt, Liz, like, they're already playing catch-up. Like, skateboarding in terms of of its its, uh, involvement in popular culture is kind of low now like it got revitalized with tony hawk's pro skater one and two remake but even then i unless there's a sudden boom in the next two years uh like it's gonna do i'm gonna still gonna play i i I love skate so much more than than at least tony hawk especially in the in the in the back end years but it does have me worried that it's this far away and that it's been a year and they've only just i guess presumably but they probably haven't even started development yet like this, like they would would have been in pre up until this point, because there is no way that you could now start hiring all these people and and have at least alpha production started. No way. Yeah. No way. What have they been doing for the last year? They've been assembling their studio. There's four dudes named. <laughs> uh, look, it's gonna be a while. We're just gonna have to deal with that. 
I have such an issue, Max, with with, with companies just announcing shit 11 years before they have any plans on doing Look, anything. Look, they can't all do it. Was EA it- have done this consistently. How many times has have we seen at an E3 conference with where uh, uh, EA, sorry, an EA conference at E3 and they're like, "It's here's a guy drawing a picture about it. Here's concept art." Yeah. Has to stop. This is how you either build hype to a destructive level or you lose any momentum the game could have. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what their turnaround time is for Skate if they're just building and hiring for the new studio now. It's not good, man. It's not good at all. Speaking of not good at all. Oh, well, speaking of things that are assembling. <laughs> Crystal Dynamics is still committed to making Marvel's Avengers a thing. It has now set a date for another War Table live stream well in advance of its airtime. Scheduled to take place on the 16th of February, the digital showcase will provide more information on the PlayStation 5 version of the game and fully unveil Hawkeye as a playable hero. The, play- the PlayStation 5 version, which uh, we already know will be capable of running at a 60 frames per second with a dynamic 4K resolution, will hopefully be shown on the live stream, and we'll also get details on how Marvel Avengers will make use of PlayStation 5 DualSense controller, and maybe some card implementation for the PlayStation 5 system. See, here's the thing. I'm not going to... It's just like Cyberpunk. I'm not going to care until there's a next-gen version. Because it's a, uh, that's what I want to play. I'm down for that. And, like, I... Look, the game is bum, but I didn't hate it. Like, I enjoyed the at least the novelty of it. And then once you start punching the same bosses over, the same enemies over and over again, it got bad. So, like, it's cool they're bringing Hawkeye in because they, they brought another character recently who I've completely brain-farted on. The but, female Hawkeye. Yeah, the female Hawkeye. It's like, cool, here's name. another character that's exactly the same. Yeah. So that is an interesting decision right there. I guess they promised Hawkeye, they, they promised these characters in that order. Yeah. But... What you need is you need a you need that variable. You need something different because like if if they're struggling to rain, uh, to maintain characters, ma- sorry, maintain players as they have been, why would they then just give you more of the same? It's like you want people to come back in. It's like, but that was the thing. Like the the main the, the main set of characters that they that they had at launch were essentially all played the same way. Like even even Thor and Iron Man who had the ability to fly compared to everyone else. They essentially all played the same way. You would all have ranged attacks, you all have melee attacks, and you just go in and punch stuff. Yeah. Like there was there wasn't a huge amount of variance between the playable characters as it was. Yeah, but but when you looked at that li- that list of uh potent- of, of rumored characters that were coming, you could pair them. It was like Hulk and She Hulk. Like, all right, cool, there's your big bu- there's your big busters, right? And then you'd sort of compare the compare the pair and you'd be like, oh, this is where it's going. So the idea is there's mm-hmm. you still you still have that same setup that you would in any sort of MMO because this what they're trying to do is they are trying to make an MMO here. So you'd have your, you know, your heal you know your healers, your controllers or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were hitting those same beats here, but it's where they delivered both the characters that had the both the similar skill set on the same in the same window. Like, yeah. why didn't you go fucking Hawkeye's daughter, as Mullins corrected us, Hawkeye's daughter, She-Hulk, then Hawkeye, or some other random fuck, and then Hawkeye. Like, there needs that point of separation. Like, when Spidey coming? Everyone cracked their shits about Spidey being an exclusive, and no one's seen it. Well, that's the thing. They've obviously had a schedule of who they're releasing when. And because they missed 
Kate Bishop. Thank Kate you. Bishop, there thank it is. <laughs> thank you, Park. It's been in my. It's been there. My. It starts with K. It starts with K, and I couldn't get the next set. Thank you, Park. Um, because they had they they had the lineup ready. They had to release Kate Bishop first because that's who they said they were going to release first. Mm. It just happened to be a month and a half late. And now because they're a month and a half late, they're now a month and a half late on delivering Hawkeye. So whenever Spider-Man was due to come, he'll be two months down the track. Yeah, and like that is their fault because they released a game that wasn't ready. And and that's the that's the other hurdle with these live services. Uh, is if you know they've they always come out broken at launch and they spend what should be planning for future content time fixing the game yeah you know like when's anthem 2.0 just just on a side discussion i'm super keen for that if it ever comes to fruition yeah and you know in the same way like we we should we 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 should have the next gen versions of avengers right now but we don't yeah well they were what they were supposed to be early december yeah from memory we hadn't seen them like i get it like Like, obviously so much stuff went down last year that made everyone's jobs way more difficult than they needed to be but it's we've we've also it's also been a year oh yeah like i i i agree like using covid as a reason for things slowing down completely agree it did it fucked everything but we are 12 months past that time well we're about to 12 months since the well we've passed 12 months since the first identified case here in australia Mm. you know like lockdowns or at least working from home restrictions really sort of began in like february march right i think it's about march yeah here at least here in australia so that that is the thing that's the hurdle like you were about to come up to a year any hurdle that you had they're fucking gone if you're still struggling to make it work in a working from home scenario, that is a, a design of poor management and poor business structure. Mm. Like this is not a working from home issue anymore. This is not a COVID issue. This is you being having just not being able to perform as a, as a company. Yeah, the chat also brings up that Black Panther was also supposed to be released, but after the passing of Chadwick Boseman, they big call. They, yeah, they, they tabled that for hundred percent. The right call that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Actually, I remember seeing a promo teaser thingy. For yeah. That. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, that's a really good point. I didn't even think of that. Well, there you go. That corrects all my argument. I'm like, <laughs> why didn't they put some in the middle? We had someone in the middle. I'm like, oh, I mean, to be fair, obviously no one was ready to swap into that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To just to keep the thing flowing. But. All right. Well, in that case, I take my argument back. I was like, because I, my argument was, why didn't they put someone in the middle? Turns out they totally had that planned. <laughs> I'm the dick and I'll take it. Uh, moving on, Doom Raider. Square Enix has plans to celebrate their series' 25th anniversary all this year with retrospectives, quote, nostalgic content, end quote, and more. While Crystal Dynamics begins works on Lara Croft's next big adventure. According to the franchise game director, Will uh, Kerslake, this project will, will unify the ideas of the original PS1 games with more with the more recent reboot trilogy. This is all a quote. We envision the future of Tomb Raider unfolding after the the Rebooter Trilogy, telling stories that build upon both the breadth of core design and Crystal Dynamics games, looking to unify these timelines. Uh, With Tomb Raider's extensive history, this is not an easy task, and we ask for patience as we go through the process. It's always hard when you try and retcon old stuff into new stuff and make it all tie together. Like, obviously, we can, we're can we seeing that currently with Capcom and the Resident Evil series. Mm-hmm. They're trying to tie everything into a nice, pretty zombie bow. And it looks like 
these guys are do- trying to do the same as Tomb Raider because obviously those games played very very differently to what the, the most recent rebooted trilogy has. Um, I think it'll be good for it'll be good for fans of the series who who miss those original titles to see some of that stuff come in and come forward into what they're creating there. That means they have to fight a fucking T-Rex. I'm in. <laughs> like, uh, I'm super down with this. I, I, I am, I'm such a, I like retconning and I like rebooting, but I, I also, part of me really likes long-term story time. dedication and story time. That's why I like, that's why I like wrestling when it's good. Because <laughs> we started, but like long-term storytelling is cool. So the idea that like, Hey, your time is respected. You, the games you played back then, they are still of value. Yeah. They are still connected to what we're working on today. Mm. And like, you know, as using Star Wars as an example, because Star Wars is a perfect example of connecting overarching stories together. I grew the up, one family. I, yeah, fuck. <laughs> I grew up on the prequels, right? So as much as people shit on the prequels, they are my Star Wars. Every, you know, the, the original trilogy, still mint. But the prequels are my Star Wars. Mm. So when we see acknowledgements of them into into that connected timeline we, in the in the sequel trilogy, just something as simple as you know having Luke Skywalker mention Darth Sidious and the hubris of the Jedi and all these little mentions of that original you know prequel trilogy, it makes me happy. Because I like to see it all come together. And then watching Mandalorian and like there's a straight reference that, you know, in the f- first episode of season two, there's a straight reference to episode one. And like that's the shit that warms my heart. So if, we, if they're doing that with Tomb Raider, like although I don't have an affinity for the old Tomb Raider games, for many out there that do, that's awesome. What, what happened? Did they realize that tons of people in the galaxy hate sand and realize that it gets everywhere? <laughs> Uh, someone has a vehicle like a speeder bike that's made up of of one of anakin skywalker's engines in from his pod racer ah i'm like oh shit because i fucking love pod racing okay that's a way more better reference that's so better Uh, (laughs) it's mostly to explain why she has triangle boobs for a couple of years i want to know how they get to that point like how do you explain that it's going to be a very interesting conversation, and it's going to be loaded. But I'm looking forward to. It. But look, it said if if that find, find, if they can find a way to bring dinosaurs into knowing that, the, that she's fought dinos in the in the original games to bring it into these new ones, because I really enjoyed the the reboot trilogy. The first one was kind of fine, but I really enjoyed Rise. I really enjoyed Shadow, um, and I, I'm curious to where they take it because it was kind of a nice trilogy. But I guess implementing the two together is kind of mm. nice and. It, it, it provides a clear framework as well because this reboot really was all about her becoming a Tomb Raider where in the back in the day like oh she's already been doing it for a while yeah you know and I like that fill, fill in the Jesus <laughs> it's the Jesus years right we know when Jesus was born we know when Jesus died we know what happened in between that's what we want to know give me give me Lara Croft's Jesus years <laughs> fuck <laughs> speaking of things we want to know Dying Light 2, a few years ago, got canned indefinitely. <laughs> Just like Jesus. However, EB Games Australia seems to think the game will be releasing on the 25th of May, 2021. <laughs> Thanks to some internet sleuthing done by Reset Era users, it was determined that 
this new date has been updated from a standard placeholder of TBC 2021. In the past two days, matching the time frame in which the supposed collector's edition was discovered. When conducting a check this morning, the launch date now displays the previous wording of TBC 2021. So this should this possible leak prove to be true, it means that Dying Light 2 would release in close proximity to Resident Evil Village and Deathloop. <laughs> It's a Thursday. I just wanted to put my phone out to check what day of the week yeah. it was. Yeah, so it's Tuesday. Release it normally Tuesday or Friday. And is that, part, is that January, February, March, April? It's not, it's not even the end of a quarter, is it? No. No, it's not. That's weirdly specific. Yeah. But why the fuck would EB Games know it? I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're getting ready to announce their this is your pre-order shit. This is when it's coming out. Yeah, I'm still waiting for where I speaking of Resident <laughs> Evil, why can't I pre-order the statue? I want it. Are you are you gonna order the big one from Japan and get Chris Redfield's cloak for eighteen hundred dollars? Nah, that's Japanese size. I'm way too huge for <laughs> Japanese sizes. Uh yeah, like okay, cool. So I don't even trust that, because where's my sweet fucking Resident Evil statue, huh? Yeah. Look, um, um it's a it, it's a in a perfect world, I would love to see it come out on the twenty fifth of May. I I'm super keen for this game. Mm. I, I was a massive fan of Dying Light One. I think I've played that game about six times from start to finish with different people. It's always good fun. It's always good for laugh. I was really bummed when they delayed it indefinitely. Mm. So any news is good news, but this is a little bit too good to be true for me. Yeah. I, I, it's a weird... The specifics yeah. of it make me want to lead at Credence, mm. but then I also don't because it's too specific. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me contradicting myself in one sentence. Mm. I don't know. It's, it seems like a weird time. May's cool. Like, we didn't release in like December originally the first one and like that was such because there was nothing coming out in december and it just dominated yeah sounds about right and i, I think it'll be i think it will be an issue if it's releasing in the same month I, as, as I, everything else i don't think it should release close to resident evil village nah it's too similar zambies mm-hmm. maybe the resident evil village doesn't look to have don't the get same me wrong zambies. like obviously it's a very different gameplay because obviously dying light 2 is all about your parkour free running mm. and and uh so on. and building small settlements from that video from what i remember yeah I don't know, I'm still I'm still keen for it. I don't think EB Games Australia is your inside source, <laughs> no. but uh, I credit to them, I guess. I they thought it was be. funny. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, delays, Max. Delays. A couple of delays ready to rock and roll. Number one, Returnal has got a new release date. It has now been moved to April 30, 2021. It's so about five-ish weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, SIE and Housemark have made the decision to move the release date in order to give the team extra time to continue to polish the game to the level of quality players expect from Housemark. Number two, Lord of the Rings Golem was thought to be released this year but has since been given a 2022 release window now i clickbaitly have named this episode returnal delayed question mark should we be worried no. should we be worried no. Not at all. Sure? i think i think a lot of studios after city project red's disastrous launch of cyberpunk I think a lot of studios are now going to err on the side of caution mm. and it's better to delay a game earlier than later. Yeah. And uh, well, well, I can't remember who quoted I think it was the Nintendo guy, but releasing a broken game and trying to fix it is always broken, but waiting and releasing a good game is good forever. You butchered that quote, but you're close. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I butchered that quote, but... It's pa- to paraphrase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to fuck it up completely. <laughs> Here is a quote. Yeah. Uh, 
And look, I I do agree with that. I think you know, a, a delay has never, unless you're like the last guardian or something, like a delay has never really hurt you. You can always come out of it being well. But because you you there there like are you, only get you get one chance at a first impression. That's true. And like if you if it's a hot mess on release, it definitely t- sours people's. I think there are some re uh, uh, there are some things to be worried about. Yeah. Because most of these house market are doing their first third per- mm-hmm. third third person game, so this could have its own hurdles. Uh, there could be <laughs> some. What's quote the Nintendo guy? I'm dead. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been a day. We're PlayStation it's, it's, dudes, it's man. Been like a day. we don't think about that crap anymore. What is his name? Was it Miyamoto? Does that sound like a real name? <laughs> Are you serious? No, I think you are right. Uh, look, I apologize to whoever said it because I butchered the saying as well. So, like, don't feel bad. Maybe you, maybe you're better. How off. much disrespect May- can you deliver at one <laughs> dude? <laughs> maybe you're better off not taking credit for this one. But um, look, yeah, look, there's look. You're you're right though. It is Housemark's first soiree into a third. Third yeah, person. and look, I'm sure that's got its own problems. And the yeah, other, but hurdle- it's interesting. That, sorry to cut you off again. It's interesting. Sorry. The statement is SIE and Housemark. So I wonder how much pressure Sony's like. Do you need my time? Like, are you sure you're going to get this? I I think there is one of the biggest narratives sort of going around this game is like you know Housemark have only ever made indie games, very high quality indie games, and now they're charging full price, like full AAA game mm. for a studio that we know makes independent games so i imagine there's a lot of hurdles for the average consumer the, anyone that thinks about it i guess most people that don't uh yeah shigaru miyamoto good lord <laughs> you were, yeah, there you go you guessed it sort of i guessed um, it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so there is that sort of hurdle maybe this is like make that polish right to give to try incentivize like no it is worth yeah. the 70 dollars because it looks this good it's whatever whatever i think that's a big part of it yeah you know, like then that's that's a, that, that's a very like basic way to look at it because we don't know all the in, all the inners. Like it could just be simple as we want to get a bit more of a bump, or it could be fucked. I don't think it's fucked. I think with the the level at which they are talking about it and they're showcasing with sort of the house mark mm-hmm. uh, pod, podcast or whatever the hell they, they, they've named them, I think it's pretty good to go. It's just getting that last bit of oomph out of it, and I'm not too mad about it. Golem. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Golem's technically been delayed. I just think everyone assumed that it was coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, I think they said and maybe twenty twenty one, and then they've just come out and go, "It's next year." All right, We're just and, everyone, and everyone, oh, okay. Uh, then moving on, <laughs> quick bits. Uh, don't nod. Have secured a thirty six million dollar investment from Tencent to create and self publish new IPs. Tencent being the gigantic Chinese company that own like a ton of everyone. See, this is the, the when I first don't know the guys behind Life is Strange. Yeah, they worked with Square. Square. Yeah, yeah. The the thing that baffles me about this is that don't nod and their games like uh like uh fuck you just said it Life Life's is Strange. strange. Uh, like they're quite progressive. Yep. And Tencent, a Chinese company which has known connect, well, we essentially got known connections to the CCP. They, what is the, what is does this money come with any caveats? So they can't make the sort of progressive games that they have been. Like, this is that is that level of restriction restriction in place? 
like i understand like don't not have made great games and but they don't commercially do as well as they probably mm. should so for them it was just seeking financial investment which is not a bad thing if you want to keep your business afloat you're going to have to but i i i do worry that there may be some added influence to to alter that because even though life is strange as a game i didn't really dig it myself personally well, i you, loved what it what it said like you bring up a good point but when you look at it like tencent also own parts of epic they own parts of riot games like they're they're not getting they're not making any less censored games like so to speak so it could just be a they've they've given them an investment and they'll take a a portion of their stuff Mm. they might still leave them because if they're leaving them to create and self-publish their new ips they must have some kind of um autonomy to what they're making yeah well yeah but it's one of those things anytime someone becomes an investor in something like they play and they play a role there you go they don't have enough shares to have any hand in what they're doing cool well there you go that's good that's good to know but i mean but even for us right if someone invested money in what we do there is still an influence Mm. from them having their money right yeah and it's the idea of like regardless of how many shares they have if it's a circumstance of like let's put this thing i'm like oh but do you think Tencent will have an issue with that? You instantly have to process it a little bit more. Mm. Now, granted, I'm sure they've had to have that same like level of of, of uh, self awareness when they're doing other things with other companies, but that in terms of restrictions, I would say I'm straight just fucking speculating like real far off. It's very unlikely that's going down that path, but you know. Tencent have got monies in so many pies right now. That alone should be a big concern. But yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Black Ops Cold War's new zombies map Firestorm launches the fourth of February. Damn for this. Yeah, I am actually. I'm really keen to jump back into it. I've uh, a couple of weeks ago, me and my friends beat the Easter egg of the first zombies uh, map. Mm. So we did the big overarching story, got the got the trophy. I haven't touched it since. I'm like, I'm done with that level now. So. Getting something new to play will be fantastic. My my copy's sitting over there, and I'm thinking that I might just flip it. I think I'm done. I'm Fair not enough. Back. I did the campaign, and that's about it. A new Miles Morales patch dropped this week to fix some of the PlayStation Five crashing issues that it's still been having. Cool. As long as I can still like swing and randomly become a brick or a fucking crate of food, then I'm in. Immortals Phoenix Rising DLC, a new god is out now. Yeah, that snuck up something fierce, eh? So I, uh, I haven't jumped onto it yet. I also have not jumped onto it yet. It's like sixty bucks the deal for the season pass, or twenty two for the DLC. Apparently, it's a bunch of trials, mm-hmm. so it's not like a full blown story DLC. Uh, but the other two might be, from what what we've heard. Uh, I'm okay with it. I, I, I might jump at it. We'll see how I go. Um, the only hurdle is that I. That I haven't gone back to Immortals because it's dense. Um, kind of my brain's gone a bit elsewhere. Because now that I've done the story, I'm like, <laughs> and that's the, like when it comes to DLCs in general, that's the toughest thing for me is to then can bring myself back in. Yeah. Because if I do happen to roll credits in it, then I'm like, well, I'm done with that game now. Like, but there's more. I'm like, but I'm done game. I'm done with that game. Now. <laughs> and that's that's me the big help. Uh, Cyberpunk's new update 1.11 is out now with more bug fixes. Okay, I'm having a weird hurdle with the with the update. This this was not one of the big updates. This was a our last update broke a story mission that you can't get past anymore. So they patched that. Apparently, apparently one of the core quest givers just would not talk to you anymore. So they fixed it. 
fixed yeah. it. So I'm apparently. having a problem with Cyberpunk specifically. Yeah, okay. That so I have it on an external hard drive now, plugged into the back of the PS4. And mine's Five. still uninstalled on a disc by itself, yeah. sitting on a shelf. So collecting dust. The uh, the download updates. Wait, the update downloads. There we go. Yep. Uh, but it won't install. I have to literally move the game from the the, the hard drive to the console, reignitiate, and it because it's sitting at one hundred percent. It goes, oh yeah, it's done. It's, it's installed. Then I have to move it back. To the Do you have? Hard drive. Does it have issues updating anything else that's on the portable nope. hard drive? Strange. Very very strange. The Last of Us Two has surpassed The Witcher Three as most awarded game in history. Hot oh, damn! Damn. And according to some, quote, reliable sources, a new Knights of the Old Republic game is in the works, but not with Bioware. Good call. Good call. Good call. Very good call. I never played Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic is the on, game that- on PC that, and Xbox. Knights of the Old Republic is the game where they taught everyone that, like, Jedis are the douchebags of the-, the Very much so. The galaxy. See, I love that. That's why, in that case, I'm going to really enjoy Knights of the Republic yeah. because- Everyone gives Jedi Order praise. The Jedi's are the poos. After after seeing this news, I actually reinstalled Knights of the Old Republic on my PC, <gasps> and my PC's like, "No, nah, I can't run this, man. It is too old." Really? Go away! Wow. Like I had it on my 4K monitor. Oh. It's like it's like on this tiny little square in the center of my screen. I was like, "Ah, I can't do this." That res is too low. Yeah. Is there a way to fix it? Yeah, I move it across to the 1080p monitor, and it's still ball bags. <laughs> oh, because I had the same problem. I went to play Return to Castle Wolfenstein. And my computer went, no. Oh, also, I can't believe I forgot to put this in the news. Elastomania is coming yes! back. They are making a PlayStation 5 version of Elastomania. Man, for those that don't know, <laughs> the, I'm sure everyone knows Elastomania. Elastomania was like an old Flash game back in the day. No, it was a Java game. Yeah, it was an old Java game. It was basically what Trials became. Yeah. So you're like this flat, flat plane motorbike and you flip and you do cool tricks and stuff. and Collect apples. Yeah. I like uh, I remember that it was it was installed on um, almost every computer in my high school. Yeah, same. We I think someone put, someone put it on the student server. So yeah, you could just exactly you could get it at any point. So yeah. any computer you're playing it on. Yeah, that was a good yeah. game. Good times. Great game. I I'm super keen. I do wonder how much nostalgia will If you survive. if you go to their website, I don't have the direct URL on me. You mm. can sign up for the beta. To, for the beta. Oh. Speaking of betas, I totally played the uh, the uh, the, uh, the reverse. Oh, yeah. It's it? bum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Well, I'll, I'll quickly run through that. TLDR. It sucks. TLDR. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, so you come in as you you pick a bunch of characters. You're either uh, uh, Claire Redfield, Leon Kennedy, Ada, uh, Ada Wong. Ada Wong. Have all the characters already, or Hunk. Yeah. So you can just pick them at the start. You just pick the five six uh, these five or six characters. From the screen, super easy. Yep. Uh, then you spawn into a map, which the maps the, the only map that I played. I've played two two rounds, and then I tried to find around the other day, and it went, just didn't let me in, so I deleted it. Uh, so I played at the at the uh, uh, the uh, RCPD. Yep. So there's a bunch of walls that are blown out, and just to, to allow more <clears> free from yeah, yeah. f- free f- flow movement. Uh, the art style is really grating, and I don't like it. Because it's that cell shaded. It's, it's cell shaded, but it's very clearly a cell plate, a cell shaded template over everything, so it looks kind of jank. Uh, so you, it is team deathmatch. It's all about murdering everybody else. But you have to. So when you die, you come back as a some sort of infected. Mm-hmm. 
and there's three levels of infected that you can return as and you can change the level of infected that you are by collecting viral canisters throughout the map Mm-hmm. So if you, you can hold them three, I think, or three or four. So you grab them in the map. And then, so when you happen to die, you come back strong and you just fuck people's day up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that allows you to come back as like, you know, the the dad or nemesis, the dad from seven or yeah. nemesis or whatever. It's oh that big fucking thing with your eyeball on it. Um, the tyrant, you know, that stuff like that. And like that, that's cool. But yes, not very good. Like it's so shallow. Would it be more fun with friends? I, I don't think it would be worse with friends. <laughs> like, I think if you're playing, if you're, or if you're all playing in the same server, then possibly, yeah. Like, that seems pretty fun. But, it, you know, just, it's not, it didn't land for me in any way. Like, movement we, movement felt weird. You know, I got. Multiplayer has never been a strong suit in the. And I don't know the why they've pushed it. So, they, I, I think it kind of, it's all started with Resident Evil 5 when they had the the co op. But co op is very different to multiplayer. I mean, that still also sucked. It's also sucked, but Resident Evil 5 sucked from, because I remember playing on PS3. But multiplayer is poo. Like, what was that one? Umbrella Core. Umbrella Core. That was garbage. That was also sucked. <laughs> You know, like they're really. I appreciate them trying to do it. Like even even as back as Resident Evil Resistance on uh, with uh, three remake, that wasn't very good either. Like I have a feeling that if they did four and someone played as the president's daughter, that game would have sucked too. Oh yeah, <laughs> would have been just slightly worse. Because <laughs> like, it's escort missions are bomb. But yeah, so it the idea of it is cool like you're you know all these characters and like that part's really fun and if you happen to get a superpower infected or whatever they whatever they want to call them then it's kind of cool like i was able to get into big eyeball fucker and i was just wrecking shop which was fun mm-hmm. because some people just become like generic if, if you don't have any viral canisters you just you, come like you become generic zombie generic but not a zombie is one of those generic like weird fucking okay. t-virus anomaly slobby looking creatures uh and that's cool. So I love the idea that there's a second run. Like yeah. if you die, it's not like all over Red Rover. You can have another little bit of a go and you may see more success in an infected state. And that part is kind of cool. It kind of adds a bit more fun to it. Because then rather than just like, ha ha, I shot the other guy. You're like, oh, he's back now. I and mean, we should probably work together to get him out because he's he's currently Mr. X and that's not going to go well for us. Yeah. You know, so like there, there's that idea. It's, yeah, it's just, feel, it just feels shallow. Like the second you play it, and like the like even the menu system feels kind of uh, it is beta. Um, so I, I I did manage to get into the game through the Resident Evil Ambassador program. I applied for it like two weeks ago for funsies. Um, yeah, and it's it's fine ish, mm. but like no, it's not. Yeah, I said it's fine, but it's not very good. Like it, it it's one of those it's one of those hard line that looks good and it doesn't didn't, didn't crash on me, didn't have any issues in terms of actual performance. Like it didn't like freeze up or nothing. Yeah, it was just not engaging yep fair enough yeah and then now like even in the beta period i tried to i tried to jump in and i couldn't find a match so that's a concern in the beta period it depends on how many because the people in the beta should be the most enthusiastic to play it yeah true because the only way to get a code is through the ambassador program so that is a hurdle of itself either way here are the top 10 best-selling games that are available on the ps4 uh, in Australia, because but even though PlayStation Australia for some reason will not post PS5 numbers, Max, we on Twitter. I've, I've asked politely on Twitter and everything, 
Number 10, The Crew 2. Number 9, NBA 2K21. Number 8, UFC 4. Number 7, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number 6, Marvel's Spooderman. Uh, Miles Morales. Number 5, Red Dead Redemption Deuce. Number 4, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Number three, Grand Theft Auto Five. Number two, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And number one, Hitman Three. What the fuck is Breakpoint doing in there? I don't know. Apparently, one person bought it. <laughs> is it super cheap right now? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, upcoming titles for you: We have Werewolf the Apocalypse, Earthblood coming to PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five February fourth, and we have the Neo Two Complete Edition dropping February fifth. No. Nice. Uh, and puck in the chat. Yes, there was a huge sale for Breakpoint. Oh, there you go. Makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever the... Because uh, uh, we played it pre-launch. <laughs> Did not play it since because that... Didn't yeah, whatever it's any good. Whatever it's, what it's improved. Not good. Oh, there you go. Puck's putting the chat. You can get their $100 Ultimate Edition for 23 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so right. the base version is probably like 10 bucks. Yeah, and it's so fucking littered with like microtransactions. It's actually pretty, um, pretty hard to play. Yep. Speaking of, you fucking caved and bought... But- yeah, so... Full disclosure, I do not have 80 hours to play and finish Valhalla. I really want to play and finish Valhalla. I bought the XP boost and then didn't play it. <laughs> no, I, pl- I played heaps. I played like five hours last night. Yeah. Did the XP boost that really make a difference? Uh, yeah. So I started again because I can't remember how to play and I kept getting killed where I was up to. Mm. I am still in the first area, so I haven't left for, for Wingland yet. Mm. I'm already high level than what I was. <laughs> and I've done way less stuff. Wow. So I'm going to finish this game now. Because I do not have the time to put into it. That's ballsy. Unfortunately. Uh, Ult- Neo 2 Ultimate Edition. Jumping on it? Uh, yeah, because it's free upgrade for anyone who already owns it. Yeah. See, I own Neo... No, I do have Neo 2. We got yeah. it. <gasps> we got it for review. Yes. yes. Yeah. Neo 1, I don't have... No, oh, I got it for PS Plus. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. Privileged. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sick. I'll be able to play all the 120 frames on my non-supportive monitor. <laughs> I really enjoyed Neo 2. I'm garbage at it, but I really, <laughs> really enjoyed it. Uh, Dylan, I just switched to easy. It was was cheaper than XP Boost. What, so you just bought an XP Boost, but you still playing on hard like a moron? Yes, obviously. What the fuck is wrong with you? Could have just done I, that. I want a challenge. I just don't want to grind. See? Big brains. <laughs> I don't want to make the game... I don't want to prolong the game by doing bullshit side quests. I just want to do the... I want to golden path it without having to grind. I really don't want to play on easy because then there's no point. That logic doesn't work for me. I mean, like... It's fine. I'll support Ubisoft. They need my... Why? They need my $15. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I'm like I have for multiple times been called Ryan Ubisoft Betson. I'm like no, they don't need it. You're rewarding the behavior. Yeah, I'm the problem. You are the problem. <laughs> also, I bought some of the. No, I didn't really buy skins. Piece of shit. I didn't. Uh, <sighs> that sends it home. I don't know who that is. The one calling you out of the blue. Probably Ubisoft. Like, no, hey I, Max, I, thanks for. Uh, I think it's Dash. <laughs> It's like, thanks, thanks. He's for like, that. you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's just abusing you in messages. Uh, 
It was. It wasn't Dash. <laughs> I thought. I think it was Dash, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Terrible. All right, send it home. Uh, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcasts and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. All of our links are in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. You can join <laughs> the chat and become part of the show. And, you know, just like the puck did coming in and being our fact checker, of course, uh, just like Dash was earlier on, just like Dylan was. And speaking of both Dash and Dylan, as I mentioned in the chat in, in earlier before, there are three PlayStation podcasts based in Australia. We are one of them. There are two others, one by Dash, one by Dylan. We encourage you go and check them all out. Ask them, why the fuck not? Uh, so there is Platinum Explosion as well as Operation PlayStation. You can never have too much PlayStation in your life. And it's all fun because they're, I'm mates with all of them. So, like, it's, it's, if there is I might, no, I might not be anymore. <laughs> there is no need to bring down, push down, bring everybody up. So, if you, yeah, go check them out, man. Like, it's, we all have different perspectives. We all have different approaches. And it's all, obviously, you're here because you like PlayStation. Why not get some more PlayStation, more PlayStation up here? You know? That's a fucking white sexy. Ooh. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are on the podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. Or if you're on the YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. And I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support the show financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise store, course.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players there you go dylan just showed us some love gave us some bits which covered the cost of my uh transgression stupid song <laughs> so uh, i'm not the problem it's dylan <laughs> uh, <laughs> how much was the booster I, it cost me 15 bucks 15 bucks i mean we got the game for review i didn't pay for it that's like, very true you know. privilege <laughs>